hey, everybody, I'm a dumbass, all right? And this whole time I've been like, why does my OBS look weird? Like, why does it look weird today? A little look behind the curtain. It's because I, instead of muting my desktop audio, I muted my mic audio. So my audio is going to be really fucking shitty in this episode. Oh, it's Kyle, really you know what that sad. means? All of our audio is going to be really shitty in this episode because we have yep. to use the Skype audio now. Yes. Great. Kyle's a dumbass. <laughs> So oh, it's okay. I'll put that. I'll put this at the very beginning of the episode, yeah. and then it'll yeah. be uh, established up front. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this month in music for the month of March 2022. I'm your host. My name is Tyler, and as always, I am joined by the boys. We have the the metal man, Brandon Matthews. What's going on, folks? And we have lovable jazz child, Kyle Steinle. Whoa! Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there's a lot of songs that came out this month. Uh, I don't have anything, like, extremely clickbaity to, to really talk about. So, for the clickbait section, we're just going to sort of talk about um, a single and an album that were hotly anticipated. Um, start off with the DGD single, because that's what everyone cares about you know i already obviously posted a reaction video on the channel so you all know my opinions on this but we have not had a collective conversation about our thoughts on this single so uh i would very much like to hear uh what you guys thought of synergy and i know the people would really love to hear what you guys think about synergy they have been just beating down my door asking me like, I don't, I want to know what they think. Fuck you. And I'm like, well, you know, we'll get there. Uh, so, Brandon, we'll start with you. Oh, boy. So, what did you think about Synergy? I really fucking dug it. I, there's a lot of, a lot of like really cool parts, um, especially like their instrumentals are always off the charts. And I know like during like the chorus, like when Tillian just kind of doing his thing, like, there's like a simple strum pattern, but then there's like, you know, a bunch of like intricate shit going on. Like also like just about every other DGD song. Uh, I mean, I'm getting like Chucky versus the giant tortoise vibes where it's like, we don't really know what to expect from this album. And like, boom, like here's finally like our first taste of it. I mean, uh, it, it it's, <laughs> it might not hit that level like back when we first heard that track, but like, goddamn, is it close? Like, this is like like headhunter levels of like awesomeness for a single, in my opinion. So, yeah, it fucking ripped. I thought it was awesome. Definitely agree, Kyle. It's really funny that you mentioned Chucky specifically because this is kind of like off the topic. But Tillian today tweeted about how just randomly he was talking about how he had they apparently fought really hard for chucky to be the first song released from that album apparently like no nobody back in the background wanted that to come out and he he mentioned on twitter that uh management wanted betrayed by the game to be the first song to come out by that out uh, from that album uh but tillian said they colluded with russia to get the votes so uh, <laughs> uh oh, yeah. which i thought was pretty great um but as far as synergy goes, if you want to hear like my first day reactions, you could check out our TikTok. Whoa, TikToks a lot, boys. That's fair. Uh, Kyle, can you please uh, send me a link to our TikTok so I can put it in the description? Because I know our our good buddy Joseph was asking for the TikTok link, and I could not give it to him because I do not know it. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> so. Joseph, I got you. It's going to be in the link of the, the description of this video right here. Wow. Of course, it'll be the video of the one that no one watches, but it's fine. <laughs> if I put um, GD in the thumbnail. Yeah, so people will look at it. People, A couple people might actually watch. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, I thought Synergy was a fucking banger. Oddly enough, it seems like people are kind of low on it now that the hype has died down. Really? More so... Yeah, I was like looking at like the Twitter impressions and on the web in, internets and whatnot. They're like, I was so high on it at first, but now I'm just like, it's pretty solid, like prisoner level. And I'm like, really? Prisoner level. Uh huh. And I was like, that's Whoa. really. Some people were talking about how like the song lit, uh, doesn't change at all because Rob Damiani's on it, and I 100% disagree. Like at all, they're like you could cut makes no sense. No, you could they like you could cut the feature out and it doesn't change the quality of the song at all. And I'm like that's 100% a lie, because like and but it seems like they were like more focusing on just his his verse and less about what I loved about his feature and it's that his like in like part in the ending and the layering and everything because right, his yeah. voice brought so much to like the growth of the song in the last like minute of the, like the, the where he is just like singing along with Tillian yeah. these awesome fucking harmonies that are happening like it almost feels like Tillian singing right then Rob comes in to kind of like mirror him and then Tillian gets layered around them and it becomes like this even cooler thing that yeah. it's just so there is like so much attention to detail in the song and I mean like I could say that about most DG songs if not all of them but it just really feels like this this song it just absolutely fucking pounds with like every aspect of what we love for DGD also I just think it might be my favorite John Mess of any DGD song ever if I'm being honest with you, it's, I thought, yeah, the, the fact that he does like a pseudo rap verse. Yeah. It, like <laughs> that caught me so off guard and it was so fucking cool. It's like, so good. That was one of the highlights of that song for sure. It was just cool that like, I feel like with John Mess in a lot of songs, cause like, obviously I'm a big fan of like the uncleans, the Tillian, because I like, I, that's the thing I like. But as far as John Mess goes in general, I look for like wacky lyrics from him. I look for like, a mix of like melodic and also like more percussive kind of like things from him. And I think he had all of that in one and it was some of the best of all of those things in this. So I fucking adored the song. Uh, and if it is actually like going to be on the next, uh, the next album, because it could just be its own thing. We'll see. Uh, but if it is on the next album, this is a great start. I'm fucking in. Oh yeah. The bar has been set very, very high streaming coming out the gates um because i know we had a comment um on the reaction video um i don't remember exactly who said it so i apologize but uh somebody had mentioned that like this song gave them like kind of like we said before like it gave them chucky level excitement like it gave them a level of excitement that they had not gotten from the first singles released from the past two albums comparatively and I 100% agree with that statement. Same. I think when you think back to like Prisoner, I've obviously never been like a huge fan of Prisoner. Um, I think it's one of the weaker tracks on Afterburner. And then I do like Midnight Crusade a good bit, probably more than a lot of people do. But Same. in the grand scheme of things, not as strong of a first single to release for an album as like Chucky or We Own the Night. Yeah, or, not even close. Uh, synergy, uh, you know, I would definitely say it's a step up. So very I will excited. say 
I'm actually kind of worried that this isn't going to be on the album, mainly because of the the, the thing that I pulled out of the music video specific, because it was a great music video, is that it has like a story to be continued thing. So I'm worried if it's going to have like a life with a secondary sing- a song, much like Headhunter and Blood Wolf had. So I think those were the two that like were kind of like connected, especially like the art connected, you know, from the two. Yeah. So I'm worried that maybe this song is going to connect to like another story bit of another song that's going to be like a solo thing. And then we're going to get the album afterwards. But that's just like a a theory that I have just because of like the, the to be continued esque uh, of the story. I don't think so. Because you have to think. So they've pretty much been teasing that this album's going to come out like sometime like in the summer yeah ish so for them to like release a single this close to a potential release date and it not be on the album plus i found like a leaked album track list i mean it might just be like the album plus a couple b-sides or whatever where i believe it's like the third song on that yeah i do remember seeing that yeah yeah, like like for for them to release something this close would be like, hey, it's not going to be on the album. Jokes on you guys. Here's here's Headhunter and Blood Wolf Part Two. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, that would that would yeah. fucking blow. It I, mean, would, I, I would sense. I would legitimately be pissed if that, yeah. <laughs> that was the case. No, That's I bad. totally agree. the The only reason that I could initially like agree with Kyle's um, thought process there is because like this just kind of like goes counter to how they normally do their release schedules, right? Like, this is just a very new thing for them. I can I can say it's probably almost definitely going to be on the album because mm-hmm. just because of the, the time frame, just because of the window we're in. Yeah. But, like, in the past, you know, we usually get, like, one or two singles in between albums that just don't have anything to do with anything. And they will not, like, usually when they release a single, that's, like, the opener to the new album, that will come with the announcement of the new album with like the new album art and all of that stuff. So that was like when they released synergy and just sort of said like, Hey, we're releasing a single. And like, there wasn't like a big, huge announcement to go with it. That's why I was kind of like, that seems weird just cause this isn't the way they've done it in the past. But right. I definitely, I think Brennan is probably right because it would yeah. make no sense to release a single this close to when this album's theoretically going to come out and just have it not be connected in any way. I do still think it's really weird, though, that they didn't announce the album with Synergy. Yeah. I mean, they might they might announce the album on, like, the second single. Like, I don't know, maybe, like, change it up, like, just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping. Maybe it could be, like, a blend of the two theories where, like, they're going to do, like a, like, a connected singles thing like they did with the other two, but they are going to both be on the album, and the second part of those two singles is going to be the announcement for the album. Um, but, like I said, it's just a theory that I threw together because of some of the, the little bits that are, like, odd and different compared to other things or from what they've done in the past. So uh, if I was a betting man, though, I'd put money on it. I would definitely say it's probably going to be on the album because, like you said, the time frame is very odd if it actually is going to come out in the summer. Uh, yeah. Unless they're about to start popping fucking singles out, like, every other week. Which I mean, I'm, I'd be cool with it. I'm here. <laughs> Especially because, like, if it were true that these aren't going to be on the album, that would mean another single has to come out that's also not going to be on the album which closes the gap for singles to come out even more, which makes it way less believable. So, yeah, yeah, probably we'll not have true, to but... see how they end up doing this. But they're definitely 
definitely putting a brand new PR spin on this than we are uh, used to seeing from them with the album releases. But hopefully, uh, by the time we have to record another one of these bad boys next month, we will have our answer. I, I very much hope that we will have the album name, and I hope we can just make that the central theme of the episode so we can clickbait the hell out of people. Just really pump those numbers up. <laughs> Let's go. Give me the views. We broke a thousand views. All of our intentions. Like... I know. I'm <laughs> almost at 2,000. Here's the weird thing. I might cut this for time, but this is a tangent. I just wanted That's to mention. Fair. So, like, our most popular video to date was our very first album review, which was Afterburner, which literally just broke a thousand views, like, like, a week or two ago, right? And it took two years to get to that point. And then I decide, randomly, I'm like, I might as well like milk my life for content and just record my reaction <laughs> to this and i just shit out like a like a 15 minute edit on this thing and it gets it gets the same amount of views that that video took two years to get in like two days and i was like <laughs> wow what have i been doing this whole time <laughs> yeah, just, waste much effort man just cut me and kyle out fucking just do a reaction video well, it's funny too because like it that also tracked on tiktok we got like we usually get like around 300 views on on our tiktoks when i make them and that one got 3000 um so it was like <laughs> very cool. Oh, and we had like 40 likes overall before that. And now we have like 200 something likes. Yeah. So uh, we, we broke TikTok. like 100 likes on the reaction video on YouTube. I mean, like, I think the most likes we ever had on anything was like 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. We're doing <laughs> like, this all wrong. Man, we are really, yeah. really coming up in the world. But enough of sucking our own dicks. Yeah. Simultaneously throwing a pity party for ourselves. Um, <laughs> we're going to move on to. Uh, the perfect segue between clickbait and the gentleman's club. Uh, we're going to talk about that good old animals as leaders album that we have been simultaneously sort of anticipating and worrying about. So I will be honest. I mean, you guys already know this because I've talked to you today, but uh, I only <laughs> listened to the album once today in the background while I was doing my workout. Because I just genuinely didn't care. <laughs> because the singles left me so unimpressed that when I saw that the album came out and I knew it was coming out, I was just like, I'll listen to it eventually, maybe later. And I just never did. And then I realized, like, oh, fuck, we have to record tonight. I need to listen to this. <laughs> so, like, I heard some chugs while I was getting a pump. And I cannot really break it down that hard. <laughs> um <laughs> But I would like to hear what you guys thought about it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Brennan, we could start with you since you were the longest time Animals as Leaders fan, I think. Yeah. I just know Kyle's sure. not. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm yeah. not. Yeah, I've, I've been listening to Animals as Leaders for a very long time. Um, so, Tyler's totally correct on the kind of lack of hype building <laughs> due to the singles and, and like they're not bad songs but it's like we're talking about fucking animals as leaders here like where's CAFO where's the woven web where's physical education like all these tracks like that would just they would be such a fucking journey and so many different things coming at you so many parts of songs excellent drumming just like absolute shreddingness on guitar and then like 
you know, Tosin playing like an eight string fucking like guitar, like wraps around him pretty much. And he's just fucking treading like all of those old style tracks. Okay. Listening to the singles, all that shit ran directly into a brick wall of like cookie cutter, like lack of imagination, like lack of really pushing the envelope like they had in the past, which is one of my main complaints for a lot of bands that, you know, release a lot of material like the Wage Wars of the World, you know, bands that in their heyday, like they were so creative and they hit you from crazy angles and like shit you totally could not expect is all of a sudden like on your doorstep and you're like, holy shit, this is amazing. And then the album finally came out, which is, I think it's pronounced Parhesia. That's how you pronounce it. And a lot of the songs that aren't singles, like actually have a lot of the creative, like dichotomy that we know animals as leaders can be like conflict cartography. I thought was an excellent opening track, like really takes you a lot of different places. Uh, Red Miso is another track kind of starts off with like a simple, like, you know, chord progression, but then it just fucking takes off and like, all sorts of crazy work. And then like Gestaltzer fall is another excellent track that, I mean, you can just tell like the layering and like the intricacy and like the drumming. I mean, once again, like <laughs> I'm getting like the woven web vibes, like when old boys just strumming and you hear like double bass and like all the symbols and shit in the background. It's just like, damn, I mean, it's like everything that's not a single is really good. <laughs> and everything that is a single is like compared to old school animals as leaders is kind of boring. But man, the, the the overall album was a lot better than I thought it would be. And, you know, it, it just it sucks that it's only nine songs. I mean, they waited, what, six years <laughs> to put out nine songs. But hey, I guess I guess Tosin's a very busy boy. But yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts on Parisia. That's fair. So, yeah, Kyle, I know you actually have been have been fighting us because you enjoy the singles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, like, I do enjoy the singles. As a person that isn't, like, a diehard Animals as Leaders fan or, like, hasn't been with them for a very long time, uh, I thought the singles were really well done. I feel like they, like, do what they do well, and that's kind of it, versus things like you talk about, like, physical education and stuff where, like, they really take you on a journey. And I totally agree with that, and that's where I think the singles do fall flat, um, but I still like them. Uh, the rest of this album fucking rips like oh my god like i was so like all the songs you you talked about including like maybe microaggressions um i fucking was absolutely lost in and like they just i mean i echo everything you said brennan but like it just like especially like gestaltzer fall i feel like they just like there's like all like these different like like tempo shifts on top of like them trying all these different cool things and like just being absolutely gods on their instruments in general because like that's what animals and leaders do they come in they have an instrumental thing where they're just like yeah we're really good at what we do but like how are you going to show that to me how are you going to convey it to me today that's interesting in this album especially the songs that aren't singles they change it up so much they do all these cool different things like fucking i like red miso because it like it feels like a little bit more like like a like a like a step down and like it's uh like aggressiveness you know it kind of takes a step back but it's still like going all over the place and it's really well done the seltzer fall has these awesome like speed up slow down just so masterfully just like switching between these different tempos fucking and like 
I am so fucking in for conflict cartography. Like I, I was just like, I threw my AirPod in at work and I was just like, you know what? I'm just doing something. I'll just start listening to this album now. Cause it probably won't be that good. And I heard like that one awesome switch up to the bass near the end of conflict cartography. Yes. I turned the album off and I was like, I must listen to this with extreme intent. I cannot continue <laughs> while I'm doing something else. And I waited, I went home. I just sat down and I was like, Hmm. Yeah, this is good. And I listened to the whole album. <laughs> and God, man, it's so well done, man. I I will say some of their older stuff, absolutely incredible. It's really hard to touch that. But I think there are like moments on this album where they reach those highs. And like you said, kind of sucks it's nine songs. Sucks it took them this long. But damn, the highs are high, man. I'm in for it. I like this album a lot. It's really solid. Dude, I fucking agree. <laughs> like, it's awesome. Uh, yeah, like yeah. just listen to it. All the tempo changes, all like the intricacy, all the. I mean, because I guess, like I said, my my complaints with the singles. I mean, it's just kind of like a lot of like strumming and like heaviness and like not too much like imagination. But like, the rest of the album is just imagination, like like in spades. So yeah, fucking good album. Yeah. Yeah, check it out. I'll definitely have to like cool. actually listen to it at some point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did not. Mainly, I just didn't remember that we had to record tonight, so I had never prioritized <laughs> listening to it. So, That's fair. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. my bad. I will. Uh, I will definitely listen to that more in in the coming month. But this is probably a good uh, chance to segue into Ooh. the Gentlemen's Club battle oh, for tonight, because I know we are going to be. Uh, having one of these songs as a potential VIP. So Brennan, if you would like to take us on over to the club and introduce us to our two potential uh, new members, por favor. Wow. So let's make our way over to the club. You know, Kyle, Tyler, and I, we get in like (laughs) with no hesitation from the bodyguard, but he stops our next two contestants and he's like, hold up. Two of you come here, but only one can enter. <laughs> now, speaking of Animals as Leaders and the new album Parisia, this song, <laughs> I think it is absolutely fucking nuts. <laughs> the entire, you know, almost five minute span. Um, it was actually really hard to pick this track because there are some others on this album that are bangers. And we cannot have Gent without Animals as Leaders. And that song is... Gestaltzer fall. Let's take a listen. Oh, my goodness! Wow. <laughs> Changed my pants during the break. Sorry, oh. I had to go switch them out. I was about yeah, to say oy vey, and then I realized that was literally <laughs> written on your shirt. Just an old bay. Oh, man. So let's see. I mean, Animals Leaders has had a few cracks trying to get into the club and, you know, have hit the door. I have the shut door. that shit down every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tyler, Tyler has convinced me to vote against them every single time. But those songs were singles, 
and this album that is anything on this album that is not a single is actually really good. So we'll see. But it faces some very stiff competition. This track vocally is insane. And plus the instrumentals perfectly complement, you know, the powers that be Andy Sizzik. And that is False Providence by Monuments featuring Mick Gordon. Let's take a listen. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you just eat your mic? What the fuck is happening? Pretty uh, much. There was like there was a child a child born wonder. Just like as you grab it, like, wow. That's trying to beat Tyler to the punch, but I guess that I was, didn't. Well you did it because I didn't. <laughs> uh, no idea what happened. Woo! Man. Well now that we're past the charades. And the presentations and the theatrics. Let's get down to business. So, Tyler, I am putting your ass on the spot. Who are you voting for? So it's an interesting... uh, I really hope that fart picked up in the mic. It's a really interesting uh, (laughs) matchup because I feel like one of these songs is a better representation of gent as a genre, and I feel like one of these songs is just like a little bit more listenable in my opinion um so we'll start with animals as leaders track you know it is like you said it is a technical masterpiece it's just like calculus on guitars and there there's so many chugs that it might as well be like a train station that was a that was a chug a chug a choo choo joke and you can i'll be here all week uh Settle down the crowd. They're just laughing their asses off right now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, the fact that it's going up against this track from Monuments that is just an absolute ripper, like (laughs) it's so difficult to to choose between these two because I think that like while. Animals as Leaders succeeds on a technical level. I think that Monuments succeeds on a, not necessarily like a fun level, but like just like a, they pass the vibe check harder, I guess, in my opinion, for what I typically like to listen to. Um, mm-hmm. Andy Kizik kills the vocals as per usual, and I think that adds just a lot to the song. And Animals as Leaders obviously doesn't have that because they don't have vocals. Um so it is kind of like a weird thing to kind of compare. Um, I'm going to assume that Animals as Leaders is going to get in, and I think that they <laughs> deserve to get in because it is the Gentleman's Club, and what would a gent club be without one of the kings? Uh, but I am going to vote for the Monuments track uh, because I think it deserves at least one vote, and I will be the guy to do that for it. So Fair. There we go. Fair. I dig it. So, the count is now 
one to nothing false providence over Gestaltzer Fall. Kyle, enter the gauntlet and choose one of these tracks. Um, no, I will, uh, I'll be picking animals as leaders. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow, it's so shocking. I will say though, I will say that I, I, I feel like most week or most months rather, not weeks. <laughs> I, I usually say like one deserves it and one doesn't for the most part. I usually make like a hard stance. It will say both these songs are very worthy of making it in for like semi different reasons almost, but they both like do do gent quite well. Mm. Um, I do think it is like, like you said, Tyler, a very odd matchup in the fact that they're kind of like just completely different corners of gent in a way. Um, but I feel like, you know, like as far as monuments goes, Andy says like absolutely fucking kills it. The instrumentals are fucking incredible. I feel like it's so epic. It's so tasty. It has those moments of calculus guitar work. And like, that's incredible, incredibly well done. But as I said in the last segment that we had, fucking Gestaltzer Fall is absolutely superb. It is like a masterclass of Gent in my mind. It, it not only is like calculus on a guitar, but it like speeds it up slows it down, changes it up. It keeps like a main thing that they like kind of dance around and they keep that like center melody in as they like dance around it. They just completely obliterate it there in the last like minute where it just completely switches up with the crazy guitar and uh, drum work around it to come back into it again for like the first like, last like 20 ish seconds of it. Like, holy shit, man. Like, it... You said it best, Tyler. For one of these songs, it's really great and is more like to you listenable the other one is just like fucking gent like holy shit it's gent and i cannot deny that also i fucking adore it and you don't adore animals as leaders as much so it's a lot easier for me <laughs> i like old i like i like old animals as yeah, leaders fair, i just yeah. didn't really have time to give this album a shot that's right uh yeah i gestalter's fall is one of the coolest songs i've heard so far this year so i'm gonna give it to to gestalter fall it's awesome so awesome it's fair Speaking of the gauntlet, so, step on in, Brennan. What you got for us? Ooh, so the count is one to one, and I'm the tiebreaker. I will say, disclaimer to anyone who is watching this that is a gent head like myself. Um, I actually mentioned to Tyler and Kyle that another gent powerhouse OG godfather of gent released an album this month. And that, of course, is Meshuga releasing immutable now <laughs> they only had one track that i was really considering putting in this but uh <laughs> false providence just a way better song and i don't know i figured this matchup would be a lot more interesting since they're kind of like two different you know dichotomies going on here or a dichotomy of gent but I love False Providence. I love the vocal work. I love the instrumentals. I think that's what really makes it gent is like you have a lot of just wild shit and riffs and like craziness going on in the background of like Andy Sizzik like in the forefront. But I have zero clue how the drummer for Animals as Leaders keeps these tempos in check <laughs> the entire time listening to like most of this album and most of their previous work. Um, that man is an absolute savage, like how they can just tempo this, change tempo. All right, we're back to the original. Okay, now we're doing something completely different. And then like 
all of that, like mixing in with like the two guitarists, like just totally fucking taking it to different places and next levels and lower levels. I mean, Gestalter Fall to me, definitely. If Animals Leaders is going to have a track in the club, it's Gestalter Fall. So that's my vote. And by a vote of two to one, it beats out False Providence by Monuments. So our bouncer is going to let Animals as Leaders in and Finally. tell Monuments. We did it, guys! The road. Been beating down the door for like months. <laughs> Finally let him in. Reddit, rejoice. We did it. <laughs> Finally did it. One of, the, one of the Gen OGs has finally made it into the club. Full disclosure, I 100% agree with this choice. Uh, it's fair. I just want to keep it interesting. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. And I'm, all, and I'm I, same as you said, I'm glad I got a vote because it is extremely, extremely good. I love that song. Yes. It's a banger. Yes. Dope. But let us leave the club and go into top picks of the month. Shit. Or, right. Kyle, did you have, I think you oh, mentioned shit. that you wanted to yeah. have like oh, a mini ramble bad. segment. What, what did you yeah. want to talk about? Rewind it back to to Kyle's music finds. But a bit, a bit, a bit, reverse, reverse. Yep, yep. Oh my God, Kyle's music finds. Here it is. <laughs> On the <laughs> smoldering <laughs> husk of the foundation of the YouTube yep. corner. Wait, we built a fire. Kyle's YouTube finds. It's it's like an asteroid Kyle's striking. It's like the asteroid hitting the dinosaurs, and like life begins anew. Like <laughs> it's it's that we took the corner, we busted it down, and we built a little campfire. We're all around the campfire together, and I'm about to tell you a great story about a musical fi- find that I, I found on the internet. Here we go, everybody. Toast your marshmallows. Woo. All right, so actually, um, so what I want to talk about this month is something really fucking cool that happened that I think is awesome. Um, Mark Rebier, guy that I've talked about a lot, Loop Daddy himself. I love that man. We all have just fucking oozed for him. Um, got a fucking deal with Amazon Music to create a fucking show? Yeah, they gave Mark Ribby a show. More specifically, right. Jeff Bezos gave Mark yep. Ribby a show. He, 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 <laughs> Jeff Bezos picked up his money phone and with his money voice went, Hey there, Loop Daddy, do you want to make a show where you interview people on a sitcom set and also make music with them? And Mark went, "Woo, baby, let's do it!" And I at least oh, that's man. how I hope. It's a weird concept for a show, by the way. It really is. It's very odd. Like the set gives me like Happy Days vibes, <laughs> like really hard from like. But that's unfortunately, a that's what in there. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, I only have the trailer to go by to uh, get that vibe from because it got postponed. It was supposed to come out in March, and it didn't because. <laughs> In a weird turn of events, Jeff Bezos couldn't figure out how to make Twitch work because the show is airing on Twitch, the platform that he owns. Wow. And they couldn't get his the Twitch stream to work. There's a lot of pictures of angry people with like the uh, the axe and like the thing when like your Twitch stream doesn't work and like the like the gradient weird blue pink thing. Yeah, everyone's like, what the fuck? Amazon music couldn't get Twitch to work. So yeah, I guess there were technical difficulties. So it got postponed. So we're gonna get the first episode probably in April. So Next month when we have this little campfire, I'm gonna tell you about it then because it sounds like a cool concept. I love Loop Daddy. I'm gonna support like everything he does, even when he has a weird YouTube premium ad that goes everywhere on on YouTube as well. I don't know if you guys have seen that one at all. I have he not. Got, like, he got like a deal with uh, with YouTube where I saw this in the last month, so I guess this is something I can talk about that came out in the last month because it actually came out. Uh, sometimes when I get an ad on YouTube now, 
it cuts to Mark Rebier in a robe, like singing, like, Ooh, oh, I think an ad is coming. And then he pauses. And then the YouTube voice goes, it's okay. With YouTube Premium, you can skip the ads. Keep looping, daddy. And he goes, wow, it keeps going. This is like YouTube Premium, buy now. And it's like, oh, cool. All right. I've never <laughs> once seen that ad ever in my life. That's probably because I have YouTube Premium. So <laughs> you have you're the only human what? being on Earth who has YouTube Premium, I think. I've it's, never met anybody in my life. Look, I cannot stand ads for the fucking life of me. Like, especially on YouTube. I'm trying to watch content. I'm not trying to watch advertisements. I, mean, I get your frustrations. Yeah. Nothing makes me more infuriating than having to watch an unskippable, like, 15-second ad for a 30-second video. Yep. It makes me want to rip out all of my bones, but like I also can't justify giving them any of my money <laughs> because my anger for them is much higher than uh, my annoyance, I guess. Oh, dude. No, my, my annoyance like way supersedes my like my anger is directed towards the advertisement. Like I, I refuse. I hate waiting for that skip button. I would rather pay. Damn. <laughs> learning some well, some big truths about each other today <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a different man in your eyes <laughs> to, uh, to round out my segment around the campfire i'll tell you about a great thing i experienced this month is that i went to a concert with my wife and uh it was a uh by a band called lawrence i've talked about them briefly in the past but they're more a recent find for us that we've really been enjoying i bought this shirt at the concert it says oy they seasoning and then you can see like right here it says lawrence because that's the name of the band because the lead singers are brother and sister and the last name is lawrence <laughs> they are a soul pop group is what they're referred to as I believe that genre is called SOP. <laughs> I think that's the proper abbreviation. <laughs> the Someone in the comments. So. Okay, you know. <laughs> I need to um, know this. Probably not. But I will. when I say that was probably one of the coolest concert experiences I've ever had, I'm not fucking joking. Jo I'm not fucking joking, man. <laughs> It's because I saw Boy. They are an independent band that has recently hit the top 40, which is like kind of unheard of. They don't have like any kind of like deal or anything. Um, they are touring right now. I got to go see them in Pittsburgh at the Enclave, which was a great venue. Never been there before. Very cool place. Um, and it was their hotel TV tour because they recently released an album. And by recently, I mean in 2021, fuck the pandemic, uh, that. Uh, it, it was called Hotel TV. And I was like, man, that's weird. Why is it called Hotel TV? TV? And uh, it's because they were like, oh, we used to tour all the time. And like, you know, what's really comforting and really nostalgic for us, like, like getting to a hotel on our tour and just watching TV together. We love that. So that's what this album's like whole vibe is supposed to be like. And I thought that was really cool to further push that point home randomly in between songs during the concert. They just break into classic ho or, uh, TV intros and like theme songs and shit like randomly. Hey, Arnold would hit because they have like, a horn line. <laughs> touring with them they'd play the Seinfeld intro like it was so fucking cool it was like and it was like really like inclusive with the audience like to get everyone to be like Arnold and shit like it was so great they did like a soul version of the cha-cha slide at one point like and it got everybody up and moving it was just so cool uh, they have so many different vibes they have like kind of ballady stuff they have really upbeat stuff they have horns in general so I'm in um yeah, I don't know. I think they should get a ton of fucking attention. I really want them to get bigger than they are right now because they are incredible. Both the vocalists are absolutely absurd. 
so it was like another it was also one of those experiences where you hear them live and you're like man there's no way that like what i'm hearing when i listen to these guys in my my earphones uh there's no way that can just be actually what they sound like they're actually that good so please check out lawrence check out hotel tv in particular this was really good if you can go see them go check them out because it made me go oy vey so yeah yeah check it out super cool I put out the campfire. Let's move on to topics. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to check out that band because I've never, ever heard of them. But yeah, I haven't heard of most things. We've heard of less so, things than we have heard of things. Probably statistically. I think I just had a stroke <laughs> trying to process what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to move on to top picks. The Tyler just blue screened. Discuss our number one favorite single and album of the month. Um, we're going to start with Banana Bread. Ooh. You had a heckin' lot of albums I saw on your playlist. Holy so this one was the, the bestest of the bunch. Oh, man. This one was actually tough. Um, because obviously we have Animals as Leaders. You know, the album was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, the singles kind of hold it back for me a little bit. Um, they're not bad songs, but, you know, just hearing them before and, you know, realize that the rest of the actual album is better. Yeah, it kind of brings it down a little bit for me. Like I said, Meshuga, another gent OG, godfather of gent, lord. Um, they release an album called Immutable. Um, I think literally on the last day of March, <laughs> I'm not mistaken. Kind of a different taste. It's heavier. You know, if you old school Mashuga fans like this isn't bleed. This isn't, you know, rational grazes and anything like that. Um, but still a pretty decent record. You know, I enjoyed it, but I didn't think any of the songs were gentlemen's club worthy. Um, Angel Maker, Deathcore Band, you know, pretty good, pretty good guitar work, pretty good vocal work. Uh, Belmont, kind of like a pop punk style. Um, I guess closest thing I can think of is like Capstan or like Trash Boat. Not a bad record. Um, one record that fucking ripped my face off. Like, <laughs> and they have a song called The Orphan that is literally just nonstop fucking punishment, brutality, expedition. Um, and the rest of this album is also with like good features from Landmarks and Justice for the Damned. And that is Pale Face coming out with Fear and Dagger. This album is pain. Like, if you see the shit live, like, you are getting fucked up in the pit. Like, you're going to have some, like, fucking 24-year-old just meathead sweat lord fucking beating your ass to this shit. Uh, <laughs> you're like painting a picture. <laughs> I feel like I'm that, there. I can taste the sweat. experience. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean POV, you're getting you're getting your shit kicked in in a fucking hardcore deathcore show. I, I mean, like I said, if I was you, like, if did you, you look up my browser history? Like, what are you... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, like I said, if you want just a taste of what this album is, like, definitely listen to the Orphan and whole shit. I mean, like I said, the whole track it's like six minutes of just pain, and it is brutal and heavy, and I love it. But the real pick and the original album, looking back, I kind of feel like a moron for not having it in my top five last year in 2021. However, the other albums that I chose were very deserving as well. 
the three normal singles or three extra singles. So you're talking like Night of Silence, Saul Absentia, and Salmas Edition that we all covered in our review. The covers Stockholm Syndrome and Light My Way, which is actually an audio slave cover that fucking rips. Like <laughs> what a I remember listening <laughs> like I remember <laughs> listening to like old like uh like the the self-titled audio slave album in my mom's car like all the time. Like she loved Chris Cornell. Yeah. And in Light My Way, like their screamer, his name's JD. He also does like some clean work. He actually hits the chorus and like there's even parts that kind of like fluctuates notes and it kind of sounds like Chris Cornell. Like I am impressed. But for those of you who have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, that is the re-release deluxe edition of Era's self-titled album. If you haven't listened to this from top to bottom, you fucking suck. This is amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my pick for album of the month. Even though it's not totally original, but all the shit that they add makes it immensely, immensely, insanely good. So, that's my album of the month. Now, on a single of the month, uh, I gotta be honest, it's kind of runaway. It's gonna be Synergy, Dance, well, Gavin, Dance. Yeah. Could I ask? I, well, let's uh, say this up front. Everyone's single of the month is gonna be Synergy. What is your single of the month other than Synergy, just to keep things interesting? <laughs> Honestly, there's one track that I like because it's totally different, and one track that I thought was boring as fuck that disappointed me. Um, the one that disappointed me was Carbonized by North Lane. Um, I fear that a lot of their stuff in the future is going to be kind of boring because uh, the song was kind of boring and it doesn't really go anywhere. But you know, they hype all this shit up and I love old school North Lane. Like they used to be so good. Even their last record, Alien, was pretty good, but this single kind of has me afraid. But the other one that is like way out of left field, totally was not expecting this collaboration at all, was Come Home by Darko US featuring Rory Rodriguez, who is the singer for Dayseeker. And it is like this crazy mixture of like deathcore vocals mixed with like really beautiful, like ambient kind of sound. And Rory Rodriguez hits you with like, I mean, it's like eerie and like kind of haunting and like kind of, you know, sets the tone like kind of vocally wise. And I mean, it is just insane. And like I said, totally different, not what I was expecting at all. I mean, whenever I saw this as a song, I was like, I don't know how this is going to work. And I listened to it, and I'm like, it works. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my single other than Synergy. So that's Come Home uh, by Dark U.S. and Roy Rodriguez. So those nice. are my picks. Nice. <laughs> Kyle, Yo. on to you. Um, Look, it'd be Synergy um, as my single. Because that song is fucking incredible. <laughs> as far as like like other song though, I actually don't really know because like there wasn't a lot that like really stood out to me other than that song this month as far as singles go. Um, Hair out by Sky Atlantic was really good. Yeah, it was. Um, the new Very Shadow cool. Academy single is pretty good. Maybe one of those. Uh, Scary Pockets released a twenty minute song called Two AM Funk Dance Party. It's too much. There's too much minutes for a song. So. You know what? Fuck you. That's my single of the month. There's albums uh, that are that long. My own Funk Chance Party. It's my single of the month. Song's cool. It's really fucking fun. Um, 
as far as my album goes, uh, which I mean, you could probably see where where I'm going as far as like what I've talked about the majority of the rest of this fucking <laughs> this episode. Um, it's going to be Animals as Leaders. Uh, Parahesia or Parahesia, uh, as I'd like to really assume that it was. <laughs> I think it's just Parhesia. <laughs> like, you're probably right, but it's way more fun to be like Parahesia. Um, cool. So I'm going to rock with that. Um, Hardcore cringe, dude. Oh, fucking. Yeah, it's so fucking. It's a fucking thing, dude. That, that Parahe- is incredible. Parahesia. Parahesia. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. The whole album is just fucking incredible. What's really cool about this month, though, in general, though, I feel like is like the month started. I was like, set it off was a really cool album. Enjoyed it a lot. Had its flaws, but like was really fun. And then we talked about Era, and I was like, this album is really fucking good. I'm so in for this. Really no flaws to be seen. And then we got a fucking like master class of instrumental gent that I just cannot fucking stop listening to. So... It just got better and better for me as time went on this month, and I'm going to give it to Animals as Leaders. That's That was just... oh, So, yeah. Those are my, those are my picks. Easy peasy. There's also an Ex-Society album that came out this month that I really enjoyed, where it was just a bunch of the people from that label that got together and rapped together. Very cool album, but uh, whatever. Nice. I just want to tire. Cool. Yeah. Tyler! That's me! Uh, so, I had, like, a few albums that came out. Um, I'm going to kind of cheat kind of like Brennan, because uh, like technically the era one wasn't like a new album, but it was like a re-release with a few new songs. Um, in the same vein, my album of the month is going to be fucking Model Citizen Acoustic Edition by Meet Me at the Altar, solely because it is really impressive that they were able to take an entire album that sounded really good and then make every single one of those songs an acoustic version that sound equally as good, if not better than the original versions. That's just really impressive to me. Um, granted, it's only like six songs. It might be technically an EP. Not now. I don't care. I was just like, I. This is crazy that you made this, and it sounds as good as the original album. Like, I feel like most songs shouldn't work both ways, and yet they do, and it's cool. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna give that my album. Uh, single is obviously synergy. Duh. Uh, I had a lot of other singles come out this month, though. Like, a lot of other singles come out this month. Um, Freaking one that really disappointed me, and I hate to say this. Windwalkers finally came back after, like, a multi-year hiatus after they kicked out their lead singer. And they have a new lead singer now. And I was so excited because they said they were announcing, like, a new single. And it, like, it was so weak. And I was so disappointed there was no uncleans. It just, it was just so like flat. Like it wasn't necessarily like bad, but it just was not what I wanted from Windwalkers. Like when I, when I listen to old Windwalker stuff, like I want it to be like in your face. Like the uncleans are just like such a big part of their sound. They're very much just like middle. And then this was sort of like, just really safe, like new metal, not really heavy. And I was just kind of bummed. Uh, the song is called Dead Talk, if uh, anybody wants to check that out. Um, but I don't I, I don't know. I, I hope that the their their future stuff is, is better than this, because I am really happy that they're back. It's just I was I was disappointed with this first uh, first new track. Um, 
I mean, looking over all the stuff that came out, I feel like I feel like I'll have to go with the generic answer that everyone's expecting and say that hair out is my my uh, proxy single of the month because uh, I I really enjoyed that single. Really I liked fun. it a lot more than Pity Party, <clears throat> and it was just a really fun song. I, I really enjoyed it. So nice. I think yeah. I'm just going to go with that and be generic. Fuck yeah. Um, Tyler, I will say before you get to the to the end card or whatever, however you want to wrap this bad boy up, I will say, uh, so you don't have to add this in post. Hey, everybody. I'm a dumbass, all right? And this whole time I've been like, why does my OBS look weird? Like, why does it look weird today? We'll look behind the curtain. It's because I, instead of muting my desktop audio, I muted my mic audio. So my audio is going to be really fucking shitty in this episode. Oh, it's Tyler, really, you know what that yeah. means? All of our audio is going to be really shitty in this episode because we have yep. to use the Skype audio now. Yes. Great. Kyle's a dumbass. <laughs> so oh, it's I okay. I'll put that, I'll put this at the very beginning of the episode yeah. and then it'll yeah. be. Uh, established up front. There you go. They don't have to talk. To, you don't have to add a thing. Man, in, like the support. one time that I yep. I did like triple check. <laughs> yep. I I just time that it happened. You know <laughs> why? Is, you weird. know you know what it is? Is I updated it and we talked about how nothing changed, and it's because the scroll where I usually sit it so it looks like it's lined up correctly was moved because it updated automatically. Didn't put it where it's always sat at. So the they were not lined up where they usually are so i clicked where i usually clicked and it just wasn't the right one and i'm very That's disappointed fair. in myself i'm very sad um i noticed I mean, as you were talking about your songs i was like fuck on, like it's it's gonna be bad for the people who listen to this it'll be great for me because that means i don't have to do any kind of audio editing as That's far fair. as like doing <laughs> like noise filters and like uh, equalizing levels and shit like it's just gonna sound like it sounds on the call Sorry guys, this one sucks. So you've this saved fun me time too, and you've so. you've injured the ears of of all ten people who will listen to this. I apologize. Oh, sorry. Of course, this is the moment we're talking about DGD, and so maybe it'll get more clicks than usual. Oh, for these. That, can't, that can't be the thumbnail. That can't be the thumbnail. <laughs> Direct people away. Just make the thumbnail. Don't, don't listen. Hey, get bad. Prepare, prepare to get. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This one sucks, but. Oh. Uh, no. It happens. This. But everyone, uh, please, I, I guess now that we're getting into the end card and I, I have to say like, hey, everybody comment below on like random things. Uh, everyone just comment hate at Kyle. Just um, yeah, call him sure. oh. call him uh, horrible insults like you're a bad man nice, or, or like you um, you ooh you you fool. <laughs> 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 Ooh, really cool. just lay into him <laughs> imbecile oh god imbecile man man you're not as smart as you could be damn we, we, we set the bar on the ground and you brought a shovel damn. god damn i won't be able to sleep tonight guys stop <laughs> yeah everyone nice. everyone be mean um also be nice though also and please give this a like because that really helps out a lot um especially since uh these videos tend to not get a ton of views so we'll take all the likes that we can get um also please make sure to subscribe to the talks a lot boys if you've made it this far and you are not already a subscriber um we are uh we we've gained a, a shocking amount 
uh, recently for our standards. So, like, let's keep that party train going and just keep pumping those numbers up. We would love to expand the Listen A Lot Lads family. You can be a part of that by just tickling that subscribe button. Uh, also, oh, ring yeah. ring the bell because people keep saying you got to do that. So I guess do that also. Yeah, you'll be but notified anytime we post. Yes. And uh, follow us on socials and check out our first TikTok link. In our oh yeah, I'm just gonna. Oh, that's another one. <laughs> yeah, the socials are now linked in the description uh, of all of our videos. I have <laughs> spoken it into existence. Now, if we forget to do that. I look like a big dumb, but not as big of a dumb as Kyle in this episode because he fucked his audio. Well, oh, I'm egg on face, boy. I have egg on face. I'm sorry. <laughs> cool. We're going to go eat Kyle's egg face. We have been the Talk Slot Boys, and we will talk a whole lot more next time. Peace out.